Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Do you spend most of your days in survival mode? You're not alone. The majority of leaders in nonprofits indicate that they've either burnt out or are at risk of burning out. And that's no way to lead. Today, we're going to look at how to manage yourself. And within that, we're going to talk about how you can ensure that you don't burn out. If you have been following along with the podcast, you know that this is the third one where I talk about the three balls you need to be managing. And most of the time, we're not managing the right balls. We're afraid as leaders that we're going to drop something in our nonprofit, something really important. And we do all the time because we are so stretched and overwhelmed and overloaded and overburdened. And we can't remember the last time we felt overjoyed because there's so much going on. What I suggested to you two podcasts ago, was that it's because we're managing the wrong balls. And these are the three balls that we need to be managing. We need to look at what we manage as our workload, how we manage others, and how we manage ourselves. As I said in an earlier podcast, this episode about managing yourself should have been first. But I know as women leaders, it's the last thing we address is dealing with how we take care of ourselves. Once everybody else's needs are met, if there's time, if there's energy, if there's resources, we will take care of ourselves. And I want you to rethink this. Today, I'm going to talk about three things you need to consider when you're managing yourself, your energy, your emotions, and your essence. So let me go back for a moment to just remind you about what else we've been talking about to put this into perspective. If you're going to manage your energy, manage your emotions, and manage your essence, and I know that doesn't make sense yet, but hold on, it will in a minute. You first need to manage your workload, both your workload and that of your of your employees. You need to manage the projects that you and your team are responsible for. You need to manage your priorities. And in that, you need to look at not just putting out fires and dealing with drama and whatever crisis shows up, but being intentional and conscious about what's important and maybe not urgent to deal with. And then you need to manage your pace. This is not a sprint, my dear. This is a long-term endurance race in terms of leadership and in terms of your organization. So you need to manage your workload and that of your team. You need to manage your other people that, that report to you that are around you. And that means you need to care about them. You need to give them direction and you need to help get them there. And then you also need to invest in them so that they can do that. When you care about them, show them that they're not just an employee number, not just a warm body. When you give them that sense of direction, you talk about the mission and vision as an organization and where you're going and the work we're doing together. And then you do the work to help them to get there, encourage them, support them, coach them, mentor them, develop them. That's when you start to find that you're making that difference. If you just stop and think for a moment about all of that, that you you the leader are carrying, that you are shouldering the burden of not just your workload, but everybody's workload. The priorities, not just your priorities, but the organizational and everybody else's priorities. That it's you that are responsible for the pace of your team. 
that not only do you have to take care of yourself, but you also have to take care of the people on your team. When you think about the magnitude of all of that that you are carrying, there is no way that you are going to be able to do that when you're burnt out at least not well, not to the degree that you are capable of. You are not going to reach your potential as a leader, nor are you and your team and your organization going to reach the potential that you and your organization and team could be reaching if you managed all of that. That's why it's so incredibly important that you take care of yourself, energy, emotions, and essence. Let me talk about those. Energy is about well-being, but again, it's about also your endurance and your pace. Remember, this is a long race from not just one day to the next, but from one year to the next. This might be an ongoing journey for you in terms of your life. The organization might have been around for a long time. And if you're going to achieve something, you got to be in it for the long haul, which means your energy has to be focused on the endurance. To do that, you need to focus on the fundamentals of well-being. And we're going to talk about these more later on, as we're going to talk about all of this in future podcasts. But the fundamentals of well-being are that you need to eat healthy. And I know that you know what that means. There are tons of resources that will talk to you about how to eat healthy and teach you how to do that. You need to move your body. 10,000 steps a day is not something that was created just for the healthy people. All of us should be moving our body more often. You need to eat, you need to move, you need to sleep and rest. And that's not just about eight hours of sleep at night. It's about getting the sleep you need at night, but also slowing down during the day and taking pauses, taking breaks. There was a reason coffee breaks and lunch breaks were invented. And you need to be taking those. You need to pace yourself. You also need to be doing the the things around well-being, around feeding your soul. Have you ever heard somebody say, or have you said it yourself, that this job is soul sucking? It can be if you let it. When you got into this profession, when you started working with your nonprofit, when you got into the charity that you work for, whatever it is that you do, you were likely passionate about it. And somewhere along the way, that flame has kind of either been extinguished or it's pretty tiny. You need to not just do the work to feed your soul at work, but in your entire life. Get out and spend some time in nature. Take some time to connect to your spirituality if that's important to you. Listen to music, go to a good play, read a good book. All of those things feed your spirit and you need to be doing that. We are just empty. And if you're going to give back to the field that you're in, you have to feed that spirit. Energy is all about your well-being, your endurance, and your pace. So when we're talking about, remember there's three balls we're juggling. We're juggling what we need to manage as in terms of our workload, what we need to manage in terms of managing others. And now we're talking about managing ourself, energy, emotions, essence. So that's energy. Emotions. In an earlier podcast, I talked about emotional intelligence. And yet far too many of us lack the intelligence of our emotions, meaning that we don't know the power of our emotions. We don't know what emotion we're feeling. We don't know how to use our emotions. Instead, we just want to shut them off, tune them out, push them down. You cannot lead effectively when you try and do that. What tends to happen is you lose your composure in a meeting when you get triggered because somebody's pushed a button and you react, you overreact, you shut down. 
in some way, you're not effectively responding to what happened. Instead, you're reacting. In order to get control of your composure, you need to understand your emotions. You need to be able to name them. And it's not just about um, happy, mad, sad, glad. There are a rainbow of other emotions. And when you can understand what's going on, as I call it, under the hood, you will increase your capacity to manage those emotions. So knowing that perhaps you get triggered because when somebody questions you, um, I used to get really triggered when people questioned my ability to write, to speak. Grammar and spelling is one that triggers me still, not as much as it used to, but I know as soon as somebody's like, that's spelt wrong. It's just, you feel that sock in the gut. And I, and you, I tend to feel shame. Some people will retaliate with defensiveness, but you need to know what those triggers are. The other part about emotion is it's lingering moods and not just for you, but in your team as well, but just noticing that your mood affects your team. I will often say that your mood, your emotions, the way you're feeling taint your team, just like Kool-Aid does, right? So if you come in in the morning and you're overwhelmed and you're anxious and you're kind of rushing through your day, that filters out to the people around you. Just like, you know, imagine dumping the Kool-Aid crystals into water and you watch the, the smoke, it's not smoke in water, but you know what I mean, as it kind of disseminates amongst the whole glass of water. That's what happens when you do that. So your mood, your emotions impact your team. And one of the most important things that we're looking from, for from our leaders is that they are positive, that they're hopeful, and that they're optimistic. And if you're not managing your mood, your emotions, you're going to struggle to be positive, hopeful, and optimistic. Instead, you're going to be negative. You're going to question whether or not it's going to happen. And people are going to feel that. And if you don't believe that that as a team you can do it, they're certainly not going to do it either. So you have to be conscious of what tone you're setting for the team. So energy, emotions. The third part about managing yourself is your essence. Now, this is who you are, the way you show up. When I talked back in episode one about the four fundamentals of leadership, the first one was be yourself. And just for jogging your memory, it was be yourself, develop yourself, take care of yourself, a little bit of a theme happening here again, and teach others to do the same. Be yourself is about that authenticity. And that's what your essence is. It's your character. If people were asked to describe you, how would they describe you? Would they describe you as persistent? Would they describe you as compassionate, caring, kind? Would they describe you as somebody that's a little bit standoffish? Would they say, "Mm, I don't think you should trust her. Sometimes she's not always on the up and up. That's your essence. Your essence is is about the way you show up consistently over time. So if you want people to judge you as being in integrity, being honest, then you have to consistently show up that way. You can't just be honest sometimes and then, you know, kind of cover up some things the next time. They're not going to judge you as being in integrity. The challenge with this, the essence part, is that when we are overwhelmed, when we're burdened, and when we are stressed out, 
we tend to default to not such helpful ways of responding. Instead, we react. And so again, when you're managing yourself, the better able you are to be conscious of the impact you want to have, the type of person you want to be, you're going to be better able to have that impact long term on people. So to recap, the three balls that you need to be focused on juggling are managing your workload and that of others, managing other people, and managing yourself. And when you're really focused on managing yourself, you're looking at three components. Your energy, making sure that you have the ability to stick with it long term, that's stamina, because leadership is a marathon, not a, a sprint. Emotions, making sure that you're able to maintain your composure, manage your moods, and then your essence, which is about your character, your authenticity, your integrity, energy, emotions, and essence. Those are the things that you need to do to take care of managing yourself. And it's when you do those three things, take care of those three proper balls that are really going to help you be an effective leader, manage your workload and that of others, manage other people well, and manage yourself well, that you and your team are going to have the ability to do the incredible work that you were meant to do, to create the team environment that's a culture that is positive, engaging, moves the mission and vision of your organization forward, and allows you to enjoy life and come back to feeling passionate about the work that you do. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.